0: Are you an attorney that wants to help seniors have peace of mind and not go broke paying for the care that they need, but you also want to make better money than you're making right now? This is Elder Law in a Box. You'll become proficient helpers of the aging. Now your host, certified elder law attorney and past president of the National Elder Law Foundation. This is Elder Law in a Box, and this is Todd Watley.
1: Hey there, this is Todd Whatley, and we are at episode number 10. Okay, so um, I've kind of jumped into a few controversial issues. Um, As you'll learn, I kind of like controversy (laughs) because I think elder law is different. Things are done differently. And this is one of the most controversial topics that I will talk about because it uh, offends some people. It's not the most. I will get into that later on. I'm I'm kind of warming up here before I jump into when a client can or cannot sign documents. Okay, that is probably the most controversial. And I'll I'll get into that later. But for today, I want to talk about one of the things that I think has set me apart in my field, in my practice and will help you. If you'll listen to me and take my word for this, it can separate you among your competitors. And people love this. Once you explain what it is, they typically will love you and will tell people about you. And you will typically run your practice different than most other attorneys. And that is the whole issue of probate avoidance. And please hear me out. Please understand my, my huge caveat here is as an elder law attorney, which means most of our clients are typically 65 and above. Most of our 65 and above clients do not have minor children. Some do, but it's extremely rare. And so without minor children, it is very easy to handle your estate without going through probate. i one of my marketing tools, lines that I use is, as an attorney, this may sound strange, but I do not want you to ever end up in court. And the two times that a older person can end up in court is guardianship and probate. Granted, it's not you in probate, it's your estate in probate. But when when I go to the office, when I dress up, when I even do presentations, I don't wear suits. I wear khakis and a pullover or a button up shirt with rolled up sleeves. Okay, I'm, I'm casual. And I tell people, this is how I like to dress. And you as my client, this is how you want me to dress. Because if I have to go to court, that means I have to put on a suit. And I and all attorneys charge significant sums of money to go to court. So therefore, it is my goal as your Elder law attorney for you to never go to court. And we'll talk about powers of attorney later on, which would avoid guardianship, which is one of those courts. The other court is probate. And I have had some pretty heated discussions with attorneys that this offends them when I say there is no good reason for their estate plan to be going through probate. Because you can easily avoid probate an easy way and a complicated way, and I will get into that in another podcast. Today's podcast is simply the short, sweet topic of avoiding probate can be really good for your business. I know attorneys who do wills with the client thinking, great, I've done a will, I'm good, only to for their family to find out when they've died. To administer their estate with a will, as the sole estate planning tool, you have to go through probate, and no one has been able to explain to me how probate is in the client's best interest, okay? My email is todd at elderlawinabox.com. If you want to come at me with that, I'm a big boy, and I can handle it. But I am saying no one has ever convinced me in a normal course of estate planning for estate planning to be probate and that be in the client's best interest if they don't have minor children. I do understand, fully understand if there are minor children, you've got to go to court to determine where those kids go. I get that. And that's probate. But without minor children... There is no good reason to go through probate. And it will If if you advertise that and tell people that and say your last will and testament is the roadmap through probate, let's not do that. Let's avoid probate. And I'm not saying you only have to do a trust, you can do payable on death beneficiaries and some estates. And I would say most of your very moderate asset odor clients payable on death, beneficiary designations on their assets works for them because they want everything equally divided between their kids or a kid or these kids, and they have no issues with the assets going straight to them. And if their intent is for everything to be equally divided, that's typically what the state's probate law says. So if there is something that does have to go through probate, your hope is to not do that. But even with the trust, if you don't account for those things, it's still going through probate. So we make sure that their estate either has beneficiary designations on everything to go where they want it to go, or they do a trust to a revocable living trust to hold the assets to make sure that those assets do not go through probate. And people appreciate that, and they will tell their friends and neighbors about that because that separates you from everyone else. It allows you to be the person to say, hey, yes, I'm a lawyer, but I don't want you to go through any court, guardianship court or probate court, okay? So let's take a break right here for just a second, and then I'll come back and wrap this up. Do you have clients who are over-resourced for Medicaid but interested in accelerating Medicaid eligibility while preserving their assets? Your clients may want to consider purchasing a Medicaid-compliant annuity MCA. MCAs are specialized insurance solutions offered by only a handful of insurance companies. To learn more about MCAs, reach out to Amber Hines at Ashbur. ASHBUR is a nationally licensed organization that helps clients achieve Medicaid eligibility through the use of MCAs. ASHBUR hosts monthly educational webinars pertaining to various Medicaid planning topics. To learn more, visit ashbur.com or call 888-441-1595.
0: You're listening to the ELIAB Podcast, Elder Law in a Box. Here's your host, Todd Whatley. All
1: right, so how is this good business? If if you're giving up, if you're doing something that most people don't quite understand and you have to explain it and that takes time and it's like, hey, I'm really not recommending a will and everybody thinks a will is a good idea. You know, there's Dave Ramsey and everybody out there saying, oh, the will is great. And you're saying, well, it's really not because that means you're going through probate if the will is your sole estate planning tool. And I do understand there is a lot of money to be made in probate. I did a probate. I did a large probate, but it was because my clients in a very strange situation died quickly. I knew one spouse was going to die, but the other spouse was fine and died 17 hours after the other spouse died. And we were in the middle of doing things, trying to get things fixed. And it's funny because they said they could not, quote, afford a trust. And so I was doing my best to get their 17 real estate properties, payable on death, to who they wanted them to go to. So we were going through this process, which was actually going to be almost as expensive as a trust. But They didn't want to trust, and it's like, fine. Well, they passed away before this got finished, and and the entire estate ended up going through probate. Well, long story short is their estate was about $2.7 million, but they could not afford a trust. And so I, I tried my best. I did everything within my power to have them not go through probate and was in the process of doing that but still had to go through probate and the fees on that were substantial. You know, I was like, man, I can understand why attorneys want to do probate because it is very lucrative. However, as I have started, I cannot figure out why it is in the client's best interest to do probate for you to forcibly push them through probate and for their sole estate planning tool to be probate if they don't have minor children. Okay. So you are number one, following your ethical rules by doing what is in the client's best interest and clients like it. The family likes it because if you're avoiding probate, you can do things quickly. You can do it cheaply. And yes, you will make less money on probate. You'll make No money on probate, but people will talk about you. People will say, this attorney does things differently. He or she avoids probate, which is good, saves us time and money. And a great tagline that I have used is, when your family comes in for your funeral, if they can get the funeral home to get them a death certificate quickly, your family can literally leave town, fly out of here with a check in their pocket. And there is no way that you're going to do that with probate. And so it's quick, it's cheap, it's what is in the client's best interest. And I am telling you, I have done this for years. And it's not that I will not do a will. I mean, there are times that I will do a will, not for probate reasons, but to Distinguish that yes, we are disinheriting a child or someone who should be getting money. Um, Many times, if it's pretty sure that there's going to be a fight over a item, you know, something that should not go through probate. Basically, whoever can put it in their truck and take it home with them, it's theirs. But to make sure there is not a fight over it, we do a last will and testament simply as a legal document to say, this blank goes to this person. And hopefully they'll see that in writing. The attorney that they talk to will say, look, you know, we can go to court, but as soon as the other side presents this will that says this item goes to your brother and not you, that's what the judge is gonna do, so therefore let's not fight about it. That item is going where your parents wanted it, okay? We also do that for disinheriting someone to make sure that they understand all of these payable on deaths to these other people was not a mistake and was done on purpose and therefore should go to them. All right. I hope that makes sense i have pretty much made my living on avoiding probate people know me for that and appreciate that and clients will talk well about you it will distinguish you as saying hey i'm doing what's in your best interest what is quick and easy and it will make your estate go quicker and it keeps you out of court all right If you don't like this, I understand. Please email me. We can talk about it. And maybe I'm wrong. After all these years, maybe someone can convince me that probate is good. I would love to hear from you, Todd at ToddWatleyInABox.com. As always, please share this with your friends, other attorneys, and I would appreciate it if you subscribed
0: you've been listening to elder law in a box helping you help seniors have peace of mind and not go broke paying for the care that they need we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show but it doesn't stop here if you want to learn more about letting todd be your elder law coach Find him at www.elderlawandabox.com, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Elder Law and a Box. Thanks for listening. Until next time.